Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Season 6 of Eye on the Future with Lady Fontaine and co-hosts Jim Elkin and Paul LaPlaca. To schedule a reading or learn more about Lady Fontaine, also known as America's number one love psychic, be sure to check out Lady Fontaine's website at ladyfontaine.com. Now, here's Lady Fontaine with co-hosts Jim Elkin and Paul LaPlaca. Good evening and welcome to Eye on the Future. Happy New Year to all of you. Thank you for spending the eve of New Year's Eve with us. This is Season 6, Episode 10, and today is Thursday, December 30th, 2021, and we are in a festive mood to spend the pre-holiday week with you. I am your host, Paul LaPlaca, along with our in-house spiritual wizard, Jim Elkin, and our resident psychic extraordinaire, Lady Fontaine. She's also known as America's number one love psychic and is a certified life coach and relationship expert. Tonight's show, we are going to discuss how to create the potential for a blessed new year. Call us at 319-527-6216. We would love to hear from you or schedule a private meeting at LadyFontaine.com. You can reach Jim, me, or Lady Fontaine anytime by emailing us at the show, radio at LadyFontaine.com. If you have any topics you would like to hear on future shows, email us or just to say hello. If we select your suggestion for a show topic, you will receive an introductory 15-minute psychic reading or a life coaching session from Lady Fontaine. Test that they are fantastic. Uh, we haven't done a session in a while, but um, wholeheartedly endorse um, the life coaching session. It's really a, a game changer. Call us at 319-527-6216. If you'd like to be on Lady Fontaine's mating, mailing list, <laughs> and what's a mating list, <laughs> please give us your <laughs> real email address <laughs> so we can keep in touch with you. She also uh, works with, uh, with dogs. Right, these dogs. <laughs> and I got two Just in season, so. Oh, good. <laughs> Anyone wants some, uh, some collie puppies? Uh, uh, just a reminder, when calling, this is radio, and we love to hear from all of you, but we need real questions. We can't really work with general questions like, what is going on in my love life, or is there someone in my future? For the radio, we ask that you call in with a specific question and prepare, be prepared to discuss your situation on the air. Those of you watching us on YouTube, please hit subscribe to be notified of our new shows, and please leave us comments. In order for us to do the video streaming, we really need your help in liking and following us on all the various platforms. And since we are doing video, for those who is our healing expert, say Jim. Hi, Jim. And, of course, our lovely psychic and relationship expert, Lady Fontaine. In case you're wondering, she's the one without a beard. Without a beard, right. I'm the only one without facial hair. The only one without a beard. If you miss a show, you will be able to catch up with us anytime uh, at Eye on the Future Radio Show on YouTube or the Facebook page or listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, or any other platform. We've got a jam-packed show tonight, and tonight's topic is how to bless the new year. We'll be taking calls throughout the show, so please be patient. We'll do our best to get every caller on the questions. If to listen to the show uh, while you're on hold. Our phone lines are open, our switchboard is lighting up, and we want to hear from you. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show at 319-527-6216. That's 
888-627-6216. So call us with any questions on this topic to talk about tonight. Lady Fontaine and uh, her panel of experts, that's us, are here to help you guide uh, you through your life's challenges and joys. Call in for a free psychic reading or love on love and relationships or any stories or experiences that you want to talk about. We want to hear from you. So since this is your, call, your show tonight, uh, Lady Fontaine, your brainchild, we'll, let's turn the mic over to you. All right. So first of all, Happy New Year, everybody. Second of all, Paul, you keep on fading out on your mic. Oh, no. That's not good at all. Hello, one, two, one, two. I don't know what's going on with that, but it, you are. Oh, boy. But I think I jinxed I us when I said things were going I know, well. I know. That's why I said don't say anything. <laughs> Uh, but so far, we're not, so far, we're on the air. So I think that's a real positive thing. All right. So All what right. I want to talk about tonight is, you know, after the show, we very often get emails and comments. So I was very, very surprised. I wasn't so surprised about one of them because I was being text, texted while, while we were doing the show, actually, on one thing. But there were two issues that we had maybe, I don't know, 10 or 8 comments on and one of them was remember when i said i'm old-fashioned and i don't pursue men and i expect this that and the other thing and you guys were making fun of me well i had (laughs) well i had a lot of women reach out and say thank you for saying that i'm old-fashioned too so i thought that was really really sweet and i thought that was really nice that there's other women that expect to be treated like a a lady. And then the other thing, Mr. Elkin, was about you. Yes. We got a lot of comments about your your spiel on forgiveness. Uh So what I think I would like to suggest is we do a show on forgiveness because I think there's different angles. I mean, most of the people did agree with my perspective that forgiveness is about um, letting, well, you, like you said, it is letting go, but it's, it's freeing yourself of whatever the hurt is and, and whatnot. But we have, because we had so many people say, what was Jim really meaning by that? What is he talking about? I think we need to do a show on forgiveness where you could elaborate a little bit more on your idea That's of great. letting go. And, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm letting go because I, I do, even the words just came out of my mouth when I was saying, in essence, you do let go, but you let go of the hurt, the anger, the whatever it is by forgiving, but it is about you. You mm-hmm. described it as that willingness to let someone back into your life. And even during the show, I got two texts that people said, what is Jim talking about? So mm-hmm. I think we need to have a show and 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 explain it more so maybe our next maybe our next show that would resolve our conversation after the show <laughs> if we I, want I to do it, it on forgiveness yeah. okay because I, uh, sure. I don't know if, is that a buddhist perspective that you were giving or is that the it's, jim elkin perspective it's it's the wisdom of a sage uh who oh. lived for a lot of years speaking this language and thinking about it yeah it's mine <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll so we could discuss it a little bit more. So um, how was your holiday before we jump into what we're going to talk about today? My holiday was amazing because my daughter hand stitched together <gasps> a, a Gandalf robe for me so I can use it for next Halloween. 
Are you kidding? Not a kidding at all. I don't have to Do you go have home. any pictures of it? I found a picture of us at a, the Halloween party when you were at Gandalf, um, when I was in Staten Island. Yeah. Um, there, there was a bunch of us. I'll send you that photo, or maybe we could even post it um, on Eye on the Future radio show, if 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 it's all right. I mean, I'm I'm Elvira, sure. so sure. I mean, but um, it says, <laughs> I don't know what the real Gandalf uh, robe looks like, but what, is it similar to the one you wore, that gray one? Um, it was a, a lot. The one I wore was basically a sheet that I had wrapped around my neck. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had no idea. So she's actually, I would love to see. Send us a photo of it. It must be beautiful. That was so thoughtful. We ought to call you Gandalf because everybody else does. (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) Change it right there. Instead of Jim Elkin, it should say Gandalf. (laughs) No, Gandalf never looked like this. (laughs) <laughs> what did he look like? I thought he looked a lot like you. You posted something. Yeah, but he never wore uh, suspenders in exactly like a, yeah, yeah, a, a flannel shirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that little hat that you have on. Oh, I thought oh, that was pizza. I thought that was pizza. This is my New it Year's does hat, like dude. A slice of pizza. It does. <laughs> have mercy. Salute. Salud. Here's my, disa- my oh, disappearing bourbon. The bourbon. All I have here is flavored water. I'm going to go get a something, a glass of something. You should get some, uh, yeah, it's New Year's. We should celebrate. <laughs> but I Why not? Do, I, will, I don't know that I could do readings in that condition, yeah. but maybe oh, I'll yeah, go get that's something. Different. Yeah, you're actually working out of the three of us. I yeah. know, you're playing. You guys are having fun or just talking up the top of your Always head. Always having People, fun. People are basing their lives on what I tell them, so I have to be accurate. Yeah, um, you need to be on. All right, so I'll think about it if I want to have a drink or not. All right. So, I just have to worry like, about the. Uh, you, see, you, fell out. We're, you have to worry about again, what? You're breaking up. The technology. I can't believe my mic's cutting in and out. That's such a drag. Oh, my hello, God. Hello, hello. And two, it's one, only two, you. Like Jim and I yeah. are, seem to be fine. It's always so, something. I know. So what I wanted to talk about, because I know we have a lot of material for tonight. Um, <clears throat> between astrological stuff, I want to give a few psychic predictions. And we have a lot about uh, New Year's traditions and bringing in the blessings of the new year. So before we, before we well, let me ask you. Before I, I, I start, oh, Paul just dropped. Hey, he's there, I see him. Oh. It says he dropped, um, but right. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But in any He'll event, um, do you, I would like to know if you guys have any new, not what we are going to talk about tonight, but do you personally have any New Year, New Year's traditions that you want to share with us? Yeah, it usually has to do with... Uh, with uh, sitting in front of my television watching New Year's football. Eve specials going on. <laughs> no, no, I don't watch football. I know. Football's uh, so you're, you're one of the few men out there that don't. Yeah, I'm one of the three. And what are you drinking? <laughs> are you drinking beer? Mostly beer. Mostly beer. Um, and and, and there... I, won't go to, I won't go to the city. And I mean, I live in New York State. Just I, I could take a train right into the city and go to the 
But who wants to be in all that crowd, not being able to, to do all the natural biological <laughs> functions that are necessary, probably not even allowed to carry alcohol? <laughs> and this I don't year know. you I've have to show it. your vaccination mandate and wear a mask. Yeah. So it's, that doesn't sound I like I mean, your vaccination me, so. license or whatever, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, so so for me, it's, it's always been just sit at home and watch it. Uh, but this time it's even more so. It just, just doesn't seem like a good time for me. So yeah. I'll just do what I always do. I sit at home, watch it all, enjoy it, have a beer or two. And then when it gets to midnight, I'll go to bed. Once in my life, I went to Times Square once. And I will never really do it again. I have no desire to do it at yeah. all. Really. I did it once, once too. Once and is enough. once is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, the funny thing for me is I, I went and I was um, I was really worried about getting dehydrated. So I brought a whole bottle of Poland spring water with me and I went around four yeah. o'clock in the afternoon and I went in one of those pens. You know, they, they cordon off the whole block with those metal gates. Yeah. And I, I went to one of them and I was really confused because for about four hours, I watched all the other pens get packed like sardines and mine was comfortable. There was only about 30 or 40 people in mine. And I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, this is really odd. So about 10 o'clock, Jim, as you mentioned, the biological needs started to kick in because I'd been there for six hours drinking a whole Poland Spring bottle of water. Yeah. And I asked the guy who was guarding the gate, I said, can I, you know, go use the restroom and come back? And he said, no, only if you're a guest to the hotel, this is a, a pen just for the hotel guests. And Ooh. I was like, oh man. So if I leave, I'm not going to get back in my good spot. That's right. Yeah. And I waited until about 11:15, and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> and I had to go. I had to leave, and uh, I missed. I missed take the ball drop. Oh and I was in a God. good spot, but I just there was nowhere to go. Uh, it was terrible. I was so mad because I'd wasted all that time. Right. Right. <laughs> I really do think it's better to watch this all on TV if you're going to watch it. I don't even watch it anymore. But other than that, like, are there any foods that you like or any things that you do to bring in the new year other than uh, watch TV and drink? After having gone through New Year's and th- sorry, Thanksgiving and Christmas and the feasts that I prepare for those and then knowing That's the Chinese right, New Year's. The, the I mean, Chinese I remember those, the muffins that you used to bake that you oh, yeah. bring in all the time. Yeah, I forgot that you're you're good at that. And oh, then, and then, and then the Chinese, Chinese New Year's is coming around, and, and, and my family's, you know, the other half is Chinese, so there right. we go. Uh, so it's going to be a, a, a lot of eating going on, and I'd just rather not do anything special. <laughs> leave it that. And what about you, Mr. LaPlaca? New Year's, I'm um, just going to spend it with my, my wife and uh, my wife. That is so strange to hear you so, say yeah. that. My wife, who, who, I know. Who's your wife? My I wife, mean, Kathleen. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, just, got, just got married a, a week or two ago, and it's, oh uh, it's got to get used to saying that. My wife, not my girlfriend, my wife and oh my, uh, my, my son, we're going to be uh, celebrating at home. We'll probably watch some of the network TV and try to catch some of the music performances, but for the most part, you know, those shows can be so tedious. They're not even yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. You know, every year we think like, oh, it's going to be fun to watch, 
you know, Andy Cohen, and then you watch him get drunk and be an idiot, and you're like, oh, this isn't so much fun. <laughs> well, if you get drunk and you be an idiot, too, it's a lot more fun. <laughs> if, yes, yeah, if I was with him, you know, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. So, yep. so, so I have a non-related question. You always do those jokes. Are they really what your son says, or are these totally made up? Or those are one hundred percent real. My, when I, I post on Facebook and I uh, tell stories about something he may have said or done, um, that's just me documenting my life with him, and they're they're real. Those, it's so funny. He's not funny like that anymore. He's twelve now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you posted so, something yesterday or the day before or whatever. Yeah, those, I thought it was hysterical. Up, yeah, Facebook brings those memories up, and they can be anywhere from like eight to oh, ten years ago. Oh, and I always oh. repost them because they they make me smile. He, he was so funny. I mean, he's still funny, but it's not yeah, the same. Yeah, he's a cute. Oh, is he adorable? Oh my God, is he adorable? Yeah, now he's How twelve. He do- he's got a size eleven shoe. He's almost as tall as I am. And I'm a size I saw 12. that picture with like you're in ecstasy and he's sitting like, I don't know, in, in your lap or something in the yeah. car or something. And no, he's we're like, trying. yeah, we're, oh, we, were watching a, we were watching a Christmas story, which is one of my favorite oh. movies. Oh, yeah. And I, I could tell you line for line as they come up. I, I, I know it so well. And I'm like, come on, we have to watch this. And he's just pouting because he didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That was that was funny. Yep. That's the way he is about most most things that I love. Like, come on, you got to do this. He's like, nah. Oh. So that's uh, that's a movie that you know line for line. I know uh, one movie line for line. Do you want me to tell you? Or you want to guess? Yes. Jaws. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I love Dirty Dancing. Every line I know. I, there's not a. I've watched it's it ten thousand times. So good. It's personal with you. Your family was in that business, so it's personal yes. with you. That's not yes. fair, right? Well, but I know every line. I mean, it's and and I watch it time after time after time. Jim, yeah. what about you? Is there any movie that you could say you know every single line? Um, Polar Express. Really? Wow. I've watched yeah. that once. Oh, good. No, I, I have a I have a speaker system that would recreate the sounds of a freight train. A steam freight train pulling into your into into station. It is just so much fun to, to experience that train rolling into the block right in front of him, and that 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 sound is unmistakable. Anybody who's heard a, a steam train pulling in, that's exactly what they sound like. Wow. wow, wow! I think that's interesting. I got some insight, and I've known you, Jim, for thirty years, but I also got insight into you, Paul, with what you know. I mean, do you have other movies that you know every line in? Uh, the Godfather. Um, uh, that one, I would believe. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, you know the. Oh, you are a Star Wars you know, fan. Big Star Wars fan. Um, wow. Moonstruck, I think, is brilliant. That's one of my. I favorites. like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. You're a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> See, there we go. You know, yeah. that's like my friend Pete. You know, my chiropractor friend. He'll come out, we'll be in the middle of having a conversation, and he'll start coming up with lines from different movies. And that blows me away. Like, I'll know when we're, I'm watching the movie what the next line is going to be, but I can't just come up with the lines. I don't know them that oh, well. Great. But, oh, you there, do. Then share based on your response. There are portions of Humbuddy Python movies that, that are just yeah. unmistakably clear in my head. Yeah. <laughs> give, give me one. Oh, 
Now, I, now you're putting me on the spot. All right. Well, if you think of it throughout <laughs> the course of the next couple of minutes, I'd be curious to hear it. A gift. A gift. Un cadeau. Un cadeau. You are a That's the Pink Panther. What is it? I, I your, father, your, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt <laughs> of elderberries. <laughs> Yes, is that, that what, what movie is that we from? The, uh, that's from uh, uh, the the Holy Grail. Oh. Python of the Holy Grail. Okay. And major right. portions of the Star Wars and major portions of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And uh, and uh, some of the Harry Potter movies. Very good. Wow, yeah, those you are, guys are those way are, ahead of me. I, I own them on DVD, so it's wonderful because I don't have to endure any advertisements or anything. I just watch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> that is the best. The advertise, I'm always fast forward whenever you can. I like to tape things and then watch it back, so then I'm in control of not yeah. having to watch all the commercials. That makes sense. I mean, that, at least on Dish, they give you that option of mm-hmm. prime time or just, you know, I guess if it's prime time, it automatically asks you if you I just gave them a free advertisement never mind <laughs> we'll probably get blocked for that one too I get blocked yeah, for everything, probably. even though I, I don't say anything wrong but all right so what I want to talk about today are some of these international uh, New Year's traditions and I found some of them so interesting some of them I didn't even know about that I'm actually going to start implementing into my life starting obviously tomorrow um, since <laughs> tomorrow's New Year's Eve. But so in many countries, especially Latin America, the, the color underwear that you wear is very um, uh, specific to what you're expecting to happen or what you want to happen in the new year. For instance, uh, yellow is believed to bring you good luck. So I don't even have yellow underwear. I'm going to go out and buy some tomorrow. Um, if you wear red, it brings love. And if you bring white, it brings peace. So, um, yeah. What if you don't wear any? Oh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> that brings you sex. <laughs> that's, Am I that's, allowed to say brings that? Relaxation is what it brings you. It's, so do you wear no underwear? It's called smooth sailing. <laughs> <laughs> but it just depends on where you are in the, the laundry cycle. Just That's right. How you doing? I'm going. I'm smooth sailing today. <laughs> doing all right. Free and easy. All right. So, so for anybody who's interested, that's what they do in Brazil, which, or at least in Latin America. So, I think this is a very traditional one, but um, they're saying in Spain and um, other Hispanic countries to eat twelve grapes. Now, supposedly, you're supposed to eat, and this is where I got this, Jim. Look at what I wrote. Eating one grape at each. Um, I have to scroll here at each of midnight's 12 o'clock times guarantees you a lucky year. So within a one minute period of time, now, yeah, you have one to hour eat 12 grapes. No. No, what, one hour. So it's each time. Oh, you mean each time of the, of the clock? Of, Do you pop a yeah. grape in your mouth? It goes bong, 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 bong. That's what it looks like to me. So that's at 12 midnight. So you yeah, don't even have. Right, so you don't even have a minute. You have however long it however takes. However long it takes, yeah. Right, so which isn't very long. But that's supposed to um, bring you good luck. And if you don't finish your grapes by the time the chimes finish, that's not a good thing. So, what I would do is 
I would take the it's grapes and I would, I, I would squish them oh. up and then I would ferment them it's and fine. then I would put them in a glass like this and I would go, <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> then you'd be safe. But I'm trying to figure out, I'm going to put like the whole thing in my mouth at one time and chew it. So then I've got myself covered a whole That's vine it. of, especially because tomorrow we're going to be on the grapevine on the motorcycle. So oh, there I, you go. Perfect. So I'll start early. <laughs> so you can pick grapes on the grapevine. And yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and I'll take those and If you see a fork grapes. in the road, you can pick it up. <laughs> I'll pick up the fork in the road with the grapes. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. I have nothing in here but flavored water. Me neither. Oh, look, you can't even see the glass. Wow. There it's we invisible. go. Oh, well, oh maybe really we could clear do a water. show on that. Clear the water? It's clear water. <laughs> it is clear water. So, all right. So, now this was very interesting. This I never heard of. Um, it says dress appropriately, and it says typically people go to parties on New Year's Eve in black because it's it's more elegant. Even I'm wearing black today, but I wore it because of the sequins. Um, but they're saying that black is the wrong color. You should be wearing um, white or polka okay. dots. And the irony is when I was trying to decide what I was going to wear today, I happened to see a top in my closet that's blue, and it has white polka dots. So if that isn't absolutely perfect for me to wear tomorrow, which I wear. So it says polka dots like round fruit mean prosperity and good luck and peace. So most definitely wear polka dots. I'm not even going to talk about the next one with watch something drop. Um, I'm not going to talk about the next one either. All right. So this one I do want to talk about. Kiss, kiss a loved one. So what, and it says, what's the first thing that you do at the strike of midnight? You kiss someone. You exactly. Try to. Exactly. So in, I don't remember what country it was. They actually say that um, the first person that you kiss, you're basically going to be spending the rest of your, um, the rest of the year with. So my question is, what if that person isn't physically with you? What do you do? Kiss a picture? Like um, kiss a iPhone video? What you do you do? You get them on Zoom. You get them on Zoom and kiss the screen. Mwah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wonder if that's as effective. I guess in the world of technology, it is. So this one I've heard many, many times before, and this what I'm doing um, in Puerto Rico, and I've heard in other, like other uh, Hispanic countries, um, or actually that's, uh, you know, not really a country, <laughs> Puerto Rico, but uh, <laughs> yeah. that would tie into what we were talking about last week about the Mandela, last show about the Mandela effect. But what they say is throw water out the window. Um, and they also say sprinkle sugar outside the house. Now, I mean, that's supposed to invite in good luck, but I'm thinking, yeah, and a lot of ants, too. Well, yeah, but the ants aren't wandering around too much about this time of night, uh, this time of year. Well, it's warm down. We've had it 60-some-odd degrees. Tomorrow's going to be oh. 66. I mean, okay. it's going to get cold in the next couple of days, but we still have bugs out there. 
All right. So this one I, I was very intrigued with, and you mentioned this one too, Jim. I think you had found this, that um, on, Dece- on December 31st, um, you put, it says mistletoe or holly or ivy or ivy under your pillow, and you'll dream of your future partner. Now, have you Good. ever heard that one before? That was the I've first time I like heard that. it. I've heard things like that about a lot of things. It's just putting things under your pillow would be a, a, a way to uh, be influenced by whatever that would represent to you. So, yes, I've heard that kind of thing before. It, it doesn't have to be on December 31st, but why not? Right. I think During- it's the right time to do it on December 31st. I would like to know what the astrological influences are for tomorrow night. Do you happen to know off the top of your head? Tomorrow night, uh, there's some things that got started, like even yesterday, that will be under influence for quite a spell into uh, 2022. But there's nothing in particular for tomorrow night that I'm aware of. That that's particularly awesome. I mean, it's going to be the usual, but nothing nothing very awesome that I'm aware. Of. In my sign, in Gemini, there's um, Jupiter and something that maybe it is Pluto because you talked about that. You're going to talk about that later um, is in my sign of career, I think. Mm. And that's saying, whoa, I mean, it's going to be a blast of Mm. um, activity and excitement, which I certainly hope happens. But um, so that's why I was really curious what was going on. I've always heard that eating black-eyed peas it brings in good fortune. And actually right. what I heard here is the black-eyed peas with pork and rice on January 1st will, will cause you to experience good luck throughout the course of the year. I've always eaten it on New Year's Eve. Maybe that's the problem. But, but I don't eat meat, so I can't eat the pork. But I could have uh, shrimp, shrimp and rice and black-eyed peas. And shrimp is usually round, so that is perfect. So, do you know what that the concept or theory is behind everything being round? You're supposed to eat round food, round this. You're supposed to wear round color, you know, round like polka dots. What's the what's the concept? I think it's supposed it's supposed to symbolize the the return, the the cycle of the year, cycle of the seasons. That's 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 the way I've understood it. Round things, in most cases, work in that direction. Even like the the egg that's on the Passover plate is is intended to give some semblance of that concept of the roundness, things returning. Oh, really? I didn't I didn't really know that. But and it well, says here that everybody has their own interpretation of these things, but that's what I've heard. Yes. And that it will also lead to prosperity mm-hmm. to eat round foods. I don't know why. In the Philippines, it's customary to eat 12 round fruits a month to ensure a year of abundance. Hmm. Well, honestly, if you eat fruit, I mean, you, yeah. you have that covered. Cause I, give me a fruit that isn't round. Bananas? Right. But it's, <laughs> it is circular, right. kind of. Yeah. You know. uh, what else? Give me another one that isn't huh? round. Um. Uh, tomatoes? No, they're kind of round. No, well, they're round. Yeah. So I think uh, that's covered. Pretty much. All right. Well, pretty much. I mean, um, there's, there's other fruits. There's breadfruit or whatnot, but yeah, things like that. 
and then um, fish is considered. I always heard for for Christmas Eve, fish is what you mm-hmm. should eat, but also for New Year's Eve. And do you know why? Why? It's lucky because fish could only swim in one direction forward. So that propels you forward in life. Nice. nice. Isn't that? It's like a, it's like a shark. The shark, <laughs> the shark will die yep. if it isn't swimming. It has to go forward. It has to go forward. We should eat shark at, on Christmas Eve, on New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> I, wouldn't eat, I wouldn't eat shark ever. So you're saying that sharks never stop moving is what you're telling me. If, if they stop moving, they stop breathing. They, they don't have a way to expand their gills. So the only way they can get water to move through their gills is by moving forward. Yeah, they sleep in motion. They can't stop. I crazy? did not know that because I, I mean, I used to have uh, fish tanks and fish would just like sort of slow down and float right. when they're sleeping. But I didn't know sharks. Not sharks. <laughs> wow. So Good it looks like we've got a bunch of callers. Do you want to jump in and grab a, a caller? We here? could definitely do that. Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're rocking tonight. All right. Okay. And I And I said to Mike, I don't know if anyone's even going to be around tonight, but all right, let's take some callers. Okay, let's start with, what was that? It's my phone. I don't know who's oh. calling me at this hour. Stop. Well, you're getting a caller directly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not allowed. I'm trying to let's stop my phone Jay. from making noise. Okay. Let's see what Jay's got to say. Hello, Jay, are you there? Yes, I am. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, my pleasure. How are you? Pretty good. Welcome to the almost new year coming up in the next day or so. Well, same same to you. Same to you. So, so what's 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 the uh, what's your story? What's going on? Well, I'd like to ask regarding astrological um, influences for 2022 on maybe the spiritual, mental, and mental health for people. Um, I think it's going to be a really interesting for the first quarter. So um, I think it's going to be a really uh, yeah. There's be really big. There's a lot of stuff there. I, I just wrote a little piece on it, and I'll be I'll be presenting that later, or I can do it now. What do you guys think? Go for it. Do it now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We got you on the line. Maybe you can ask questions, and I can see if I can feel them. Um, uh, where are we? There we are. So, so the first thing is, yesterday Jupiter, Jupiter entered Pisces. Okay, and Pisces is the the sign of all kinds of stuff deep under the water, but not really visible on the surface. So, and, and so um, Jupiter will be remaining in Pisces until March 10th, and then it'll be coming back on the on the retrograde side near Halloween and staying to the end of the year. And when Jupiter is in Pisces, uh, it usually promotes spiritual growth. Uh, on on, on uh, February 17th, Jupiter will sextile Uranus, or Uranus, depending on how you like to say it, and, and it will produce sudden spiritual revelations and inspiration. So that's going to be a hope, pretty powerful time. I hope you're right on all this. Okay. I mean, I know that this is what it, it's what the influences are, but I hope this actually happens. So go ahead. Yes. What else? What else? And on April on April twelfth, Jupiter will conjunct Neptune, which will bring a really 
powerful change to all of the spiritual development. Uh, it'll be driving it very deep. It'll be very profound. Very profound change. Um, Pluto and Venus will be working together to help us reevaluate our own uh, uh, desires and the things that, that empower them. And uh, on the 22nd of February, Pluto will return to his position that it was on on July 4th, 1776. Now that's so we'll wild have a Pluto return. Right. That is wild ago. to me. Right. Yeah. So especially with the state of affairs of what's going on in this country right now, I find that very um, interesting. So yeah. on July 4th, 1776, we became a nation. Right. That was the birthday of the United States. Right. And when that is was that when the declaration. That's right. going to be happening on, on February 22nd. That's when, it re, the, that's when Pluto returns to that spot away. in the sky. That's less than two months away. That's kind yeah. of wild. Yeah. Mm. I'm really curious to see what happens. Um, uh, there's The moon's nose will be moving around. It'll be traveling into Taurus and Scorpio on January 18th and remain there for the rest of the year. Um, this brings revelations and sudden changes regarding things that we value. On uh, July 26th, the North Node will join Uranus, inspiring a major change in our life directions. Mm, that's scary to me. Because <laughs> the birth and maybe of a new nation, which I'm not thrilled it could with. Be. I like our well, nation. <laughs> well, it'll be our nation either way. Venus and Mars will be playing havoc with our love lives on February 16th and, and March 5th. They'll be uh, back and forth thing, uh, 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 conjuncting each other. Uh, during this time, we'll be reassessing our relationships and our expectations during these conjunctions. Uh, those are the those are the big ones that I picked up. Jay, what do you got? So, Jay, before you you ask any questions on this, what I'm curious about is when is your birthday? What sign are you? I'm an Aries. He's in Aries. I mean, is uh-huh. there anything specific towards him that you could share? Uh, uh, I'd have to see his chart because I'd have to know more about all the the whole aspects okay. and how the current aspects inter- interact. Those, so I need to generate a transit chart in order to right. be able to give real insights. Right? You know your your way around this stuff, eh, AJ? Uh, a little bit, but. Not so much. I mean, I'm not okay. into astrology a lot. I just hear a little bit of stuff here, how other signs on on the signs with moons and affect uh-huh. affect my sign. So yeah. Nice. So was so there a reason you, in particular? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's in particular, that you were looking for uh, aspects for this for the first quarter of the year. Well, yeah, just for for everyone, I think that's going to be it's it's going to be monumental. I think so. I just wondered. Uh, yeah. You look at. Is that do you see that for all the signs or what you see in the first quarter? This is this is this is just what's going to be going on in the sky in general. So it's an overall okay. everybody in the world okay. kind of kind of view but that right. uh, these kind of influences are going to be out there and you can take advantage of them if, if you if you choose. So a really okay. great time to, to do spiritual practice that you've been thinking about doing for the past ten years. Get started now because right now we're entering into a time where you'll have a lot more uh, facility to be able to move deep into your spiritual side. Right. Okay. 
And what um <clears throat> what I'm going to give some psychic uh, predictions later on in the show, but what I um, hearing that I'm wondering, I'm feeling um, vast change, tremendous change um, in our in our culture and our society. I mean, it's happening. We see it, but I'm fearful. Yeah. I feel afraid right now of the direction we're headed. But hearing what Jim said. I'm wondering if if it could actually play to our advantage that we're we're going down the rabbit hole right now, and there could be a major transformation. I'm honestly not feeling that, but um, I've heard other people um, say certain things to me that make me wonder if perhaps the change. I feel tremendous change, but not positive. Um, but perhaps that that change will turn out. Maybe we have to sort of sink lower into this rabbit hole to have that major transformation, which according to Jim starts on February 22nd. But how long is that a six month period, Jim? What did you say? Oh, um, that that's just the beginning of Pluto's past. Pluto over. moves very slow, right? Very slowly. Yeah. Well, it'll be there 12 for years. Yeah, it'll be going back and forth over that spot for a while. So that can that can <laughs> that can be a, a long ongoing process. Right. So that can be as far as again yeah. slow change. Um, from a um, from a psychic perspective, I would say um, this. I feel it's going to be a very challenging time for us. A very challenging time and if indeed Pluto moves so slow which I know it does um, and I'm just seeing what I pick up psychically um, I, I think we're in for you know uh, some I think we have to hit rock bottom before anything's gonna really change for the better that's true and I think we're headed too. there pretty fast we are but, um, you know, I think it's going to be challenging, but some of the stuff that Jim said is very, very positive, all this spiritual development. I read somebody's page recently that was talking about, um, you know, light. I mean, we are light beings, and the light really overshadowing the darkness. So the, I believe there is hope, but man alive, it's... It's going to be, a, I believe it's going to be a challenging time. Um, were you asking for yourself or were you, are you asking for the country and the world? I mean, there's stuff going on in the world now that's kind of, you know, amazing that this is happening in our time. Yeah, I know for myself, I was asking for the world. Because what I do is I just look at, you know, I get, to, I, I watch. I study lots of stuff that's going on in the world. I just want to see what other people are thinking so I can get a general um, collective thought. This is great because people are, you know, you're not going to hear it from um, mainstream media or anything like that. You're going to hear from people who are actually on the ground doing these things and, and seeing the things. So, And maybe they, you're seeing, they're seeing something that you're not seeing uh-huh. or witnessing, right? So, right. yeah, so I always do that. That's 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 how what I, I work right now. So, 
what I could tell you is I believe there is a lot of movement <clears throat> right now um, for the betterment of good and society if it's going to you know uh, manifest for us or, or 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 be visible right away especially that Pluto is so slow moving I would tend to believe it's going to be a, a slow process to get there but there was some stuff that Jim said in the influences that are out there that give me a little bit of hope it does yeah, it can go either way. It feels like it's it's kind of on a razor's edge to me. Um, the uh, the uh, the things that I read into it seemed like we're saying at, at one point, you know, it, we're going to be moving into this great spiritual place and we have a transformation and the world's going to, you know, moving into the age of Aquarius and everything's going to be wonderful. And the other side of it could actually be the opposite, you know, that we're going to be reevaluating how uh, owning you know our property and our relationships and we're going to be we're going to be looking at dynamic changes and we're going to have to decide whether we want to keep things or not <laughs> it sounds yeah, like yeah. We, we may be going into refugee status and we may be growing spiritually because there's no other way we can grow so right and I that's don't what know. i see unfortunately and i kind of feel we have to go there before there's going to be this shift or rebellion because i do feel there will be a rebellion and there will be a change but i kind of feel we have to go through something to get there and i hope i am wrong i hope i am wrong how often do you hear somebody a psychic say that but i really pray that i'm wrong Mm. but is there yeah, so I, I think it's going to be challenging, and I do feel the momentum that we're going is going to build um, intensely. I really do. Like the old saying, it depends on which wolf you feed, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't have that saying in my computer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for your call, Jay. Thanks so much for your wisdom. And uh, many blessings for you for 2022. The same back Thank to you. Here to begin. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was a great first call because it gave you the opportunity <laughs> to really, you know, hit all the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it's it's good. I, I haven't gotten a call yet. This is the first time I've gotten a call almost directly, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> and, right. So I just wish it was on a better people, topic. <laughs> hopefully more people. Oh, well, what what would you like people to call you on? Uh, uh, you're right. Good question. I'm so, just skimming to see some of the other callers. Does anybody else have any astrological? We have a lot of callers tonight. Yeah, we do. Um. And more are coming what in. would you like people to call you on? We should put it out there. Oh, just, just help. You know, I, I cover a lot of spiritual topics and a lot of topics about uh, Tibetan Buddhism and other things like that line. It'd be nice to be able to to hear what people have to ask. But I'm I'm glad to hear that people are asking about my concept or my yeah my my thoughts on forgiveness. Yeah, I think, I, I I think had... that could be something of value. 
they, so that's, that's going to be a great nobody next show understood topic. it at all. And I think yeah. we didn't have the time for you to elaborate mm-hmm. enough. And that's what, and obviously forgiveness, I think is a very important thing for us to discuss. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. you know, I don't, I don't know where we're going to end up with it yet because, you know, you have a, a little bit different perspective than I have with it, but I, I think it's important to to hit that topic. Yeah, we got a lot of mail, mail and text messages, like a lot. <laughs> that <laughs> so kind that's of stuff. cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. But what, what we could do, because we, sometimes we do this, is a lot of these callers that call in for psychic advice, that's why I, sometimes I turn it over to you. And if I don't, I want you to jump in because there is wisdom that you have to share. And sometimes I just get so focused on answering your question, I don't think about, um, you know, asking you. So I would like you to just jump in and say, you know, I think that that's great. But from, you know, whatever you want to say, because you do have a lot to say. So let's get it. When I feel the urge, when I feel being pushed into the conversation, I do it. So, All right. Don't worry. So you don't you don't need that invite from me. No. But I would but like helpful. you to do it. It's helpful. I yeah, would like I don't you want to, to do interrupt it. you either because I know you're doing no, but, spiritual work, and I don't want to I, interrupt that. But yes. But we're both doing spiritual work in different ways, and yet we right. sort of coincide with like knowing that the outer world is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. It always mm-hmm. boils down to that. That that's really right. what you draw in. Um, all right. So uh, since we have so many callers, let's take calls and then we'll we'll throw in some of our. OK, our can, other can I jump stuff. in real quicker? Because I'm really yes. excited to hear that Jim's um, uh, talking about Pluto. Pluto's always been my favorite planet. And um, I've been using the Pluto symbol um, in my uh, band's uh, logo for the last two years. Mm. Um, and one of the reasons I chose the, the symbols because I was looking through and I found the image and then I did a little research on Pluto, um, you know, the, the definition and the, the meaning of Pluto. Uh, this is what I came up with and, and why I chose it. Um, one of the uh, web- websites I was on it says, Pluto's the great revealer, but often there's a dark night before the rebirth. Pluto brings to mind purging, exercising, and releasing buried power or core truths. It's the planet of creative destruction, and transits can feel like extended ordeals. So is that what we're looking at, Jim? Is this the... That, that explains is that it. Is this year? What, it, yes. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be at that level, but it can be. I mean, It can be. <laughs> you, you think about but the American don't... Revolution and the French Revolution and the French Indian War. Yeah, I see it, but I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> you and did those, you and did those all occur during Pluto <laughs> transits? Is that what we're looking at? Is it that level? That's a good question. Well, the only so, reason why I feel it is is because of what I'm picking up. I'm feeling, you know, there is an, a, a, you know, I'm a political junkie, so there is an, an opposing viewpoint on this of. Um, and I, I, I hope somebody decides to call in that could share her wisdom on this, but or his, um, what? or his. his, whoever wants to call in. Oh, Donald Trump watches this, listens to our show. <laughs> um, Mr. Trump. Um, no. So whoever might have an idea of something that can shift 
things differently, feel free to call in. But because I feel all this darkness and I don't feel good about it, I'm feeling Paul's explanation of that is accurate. Now, what I have to ask you is, why are you drawn to that? What draws you so much to that? That's, that's, that's heavy stuff. Yeah, I think um, in terms of art and uh, how I express myself musically, um, where my emotions are, it usually has to deal with um, trying to either communicate um, something that my listeners, I feel like, won't be able to communicate themselves to be the voice for the voiceless if they're feeling somehow the way I felt when I was a teenager. Um, there was a whole lot of anger and depression because I, was, I wasn't really popular uh, up until I got to high school. I was really kind of tortured as a young fat kid. Um, so as I, I got into my early teens, I was just so full of rage at how I was treated and, and how, you know, the, there's a the certain caste system in American junior high schools um, that really separate, you know, the, um, the privileged from the, the kids who, who aren't so well off financially and the status symbols when you're a kid that age. Like, I just felt very much, you know, drawn to that kind of music that, um, kind of expresses the things you can't say or don't have an opportunity to express and just kind of getting that, you know, the hard stuff out where you just feel so awful. Um, the type of music that I would listen to would make me feel good. So really aggressive, hard, you know, heavy metal music would, would make me feel better. Um, so I feel like that's, that's the root of it. Got it. But so much so that you use the Pluto symbol in your logo. Yeah, I think for th that just is just something I saw the symbol and it was like that just it resonated for some reason. I don't I don't know why I felt a connection to it. But when I found out it was Pluto, like from the time I learned about the planets and all their names when I was in 5th grade, I think, Pluto has always been my favorite. It's like this wow. mysterious thing so far out there. It's so small. You know, I, again, I feel like I can identify with being that far outside, you know, what, whatever it was that. in my young mind that, that drew me to it. Pluto's always been I my favorite, that. you know, for whatever reason. And uh, I, don't, I, I can't really explain it. I just, it was a, an immediate attraction to that astrological symbol. There's just something about it that was like, uh, I just felt connected to it. So how do you feel about what you just read, which is the description of what Pluto means um, astrologically, its influence? That's one of the reasons why I chose it for the band symbol is because, you know, I, I saw the symbol, found out it, it represented Pluto astrologically, and then looked up for the definition of Pluto from the astrology point of view. So that, that's the first thing I read, that paragraph I remember reading two years ago when I started doing the graphics. And I, I've, I've seen that before, and I've shared that with everyone who asks me about my, my logo. It's like that's the core of it, that there is some sense of, um, you know, creative destruction that you have to uh, break to rebuild. You have to burn uh, the old forest to create uh, space for new growth. Like I feel like that's uh, a common theme in any kind of spiritual development, that you have to somehow break with, uh, what your old thoughts and patterns were in order to forge new growth. Um, so it, it just, it, it rings very true to me. 
um, across the board that that you have to let go or destroy old ways of thinking to make room right. for um, your growth. And what is the age of Aquarius? Isn't that sort of like that? Like moving into a new age of spiritual growth and development and letting go of a lot of the old patterns and the old ways. Isn't right. that in theory what it is, Jim? Well, the, the, the big problem is that nobody knows when it starts. There's right. no, we there's no way to down what the age of Aquarius is. It's just, you know, for some reason when the, the procession of the equinoxes moves into the place where Aquarius is, is in the right place, that's when we're in the age of Aquarius. But that goes and comes and depends on who's counting. Uh, so I don't, I don't have an easy answer for that because it's just too uh, ambiguous, too obscure. And I could see that even in a lot of, um, if we want to call it corporate America, if we want to call it politics, I see it in a lot of aspects of our day-to-day life that you've got certain people that are, or certain corporations that are in total control of everything. And what, how does that ever change? And maybe there does have to be a total shakedown or breakdown in order for things to I remember when I was a kid, IBM, AT&T, and GM. And the big divestiture, right? Yeah, and and they're pretty much gone now. Right, but AT&T had that big divestiture because I actually worked for AT&T when we went through the divestiture. Yeah, so big change happens, and it doesn't mean that the whole world shakes down and dissolves. It just means big change happens. And many times those are good things and many times. But maybe we need that, a complete shakedown and breakdown. Because I think things are very lopsided at this point. Well, we'll see what ultimately happens. But take another caller? All right, yeah. Sure. Let's see what we got here. Let's let's sorry about that. Let's try and take (laughs) it in time because we got people who've been on for a long time. All right. Patricia? Hi. Hi, you there? How are you all? I'm good. I am How are here. You? Good. I'm well. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank um, you. You too. Thank you. Um, my question, um, I've been enjoying this show. I would like to, you know, say that Thanks. first and foremost. Thank I've you. I've been really enjoying this show. Um, my question is related to relationships. Um, it's been a while, and I just want to know what do you all regarding a um, soul partner or a partner in life for me. Um, so what, what have you been doing to try and help move this along? What's your story? What's been going on um, for you? Well, um, you know, I mean, we've had this whole um, COVID thing that about a year ago, and we're off into the second year. So, um I've been dating off and on, of course. I don't do the online dating or anything, but off and on dating as um, as much as I can. Um, and no one seems to pique my interest. Um, and so I'm just still here. Um, I'm, I'm available. Um, you know, um, I'm old-fashioned. Lady phone saying. Yay! Good so, girl, Patricia. <laughs> Yeah, so... See, there's some of us left. Yes, so um, I'm ready and available um, 
for for the right person. All right. So let me jump in with this because you say that you're ready and available. Um, energetically, the way that comes through is not quite the way you're saying it. I'm just reading your energy to to, to figure out what I mean by that. Um, <clears throat> I do believe that you are op- somewhat open to it, but what the way the way the energy is sort of showing itself to me is not smooth sailing. It's like these hurdles in between where you are now and where you want to go. So what the way I see it is that there's some stuff in you still needs to be worked out and resolved. And to me, it feels like, like you said, nobody sort of captures your, your attention or your interest. And I really feel when you said that, what I really, really felt was there were um, relationships in your past that were very hurtful and very um, disappointing to you. And I kind of feel in some of those areas you haven't fully worked through it or what I think you've done more so is repressed it and um, kind of just moved on. But or thought you moved on, but what happens is when you don't work through it, is it, it, it haunts you, it follows you. I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. So does that resonate with you at all? Like, do you, and you might not even realize that because when you suppress or repress anything, you don't even know you're doing it. But were there major? We all have major hurts, but how have you dealt with those major hurts? and disappointments in your life? Do you feel you've worked through it and really allowed yourself to deal with the grief and the mourning of it? Or have you just sort of brushed yourself off and moved forward? I feel like, um, and, and yes, there has been a um, relationship, maybe two, that um, was very disappointing and hurtful. Um, I feel like I took time out um, after that relationship, um, for about a year to recollect my thoughts, um, um, to become whole again, um, take time out to nurture myself, um, yeah, I, I, you know, um, and to forgive, to forgive him, to forgive myself, um, I, I feel like those are some of the things that I did. Um, I didn't rush back into anything because, of course, um, I didn't want to take any of those baggages, you know, into something new. Um, certainly over That's the years great. of experiencing in relationships, um, you know, learning the new way of um, starting over and by doing so, starting over with one, with self. You know, um, self-love, um, yes. self-nurturing, yes. you know, self-wholeness. And so that's what I took the time out to do before I entered into the nursing program. Well, that was a whole other thing because I didn't get to stay in for long before I had to, um, around May t- um, 2020, I had to, uh, my daughter lost custody of her children, and so I had to step in and get the children before the state, um, got the children. And so the children spent 18 months in K-12. 
kind of been, you know, taking care of the family. Now I'm taking care of an uncle who had his toes amputated. And uh-huh. so, yeah, I've just kind of been doing those things um, since the relationship, um, along with, like I said, off and on dates. But I feel like I did the work to open myself up um, to be whole and and ready for a relationship, a new relationship to come in. Every now and then, I can't lie, sometimes um, it seems like the old revisits me through a phone call or a text, and I have to just um, reiterate that I'm no, I don't, you know, I don't want to go backwards. So, hey, take care. You know, please don't text me anymore. I hope you're doing well. I'm not interested. And, you know, I, like, when you were, when you first called, I said you do feel open. And I, I believe that you did that inner work and that you, you did that self-nurturing. What I'm feeling you didn't fully do is mourn and deal with the grief. I kind of feel that part you you sort of, you know, repressed. Yeah. And that's the piece I think is holding you back from opening up. I know you're open to the prospect, but I still feel walls up within you that are fear-based. And I believe they're fear-based because you haven't worked through all of those, you know, those, those emotional issues, the, 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 the grief, the hurt, um, even somewhat the anger. I kind of feel you tend to, you know, push that down, push it away rather than fully deal with it. So do you feel that you did, um, you know, push it away and, and kind of say, well, I mean, now focus on me and the heck with them and that's their issue. I know you said you worked on forgiveness, but again, all of that, we've talked about this in previous shows, is before you can forgive, you got to, like, you know, purge. You have to sort of get right. all that hurt and get all that anger and get all that emotion out. And that's what I feel in you, that I feel you very neatly. You might, maybe, you you know, you wrapped it up in pretty wrapping paper and put it on the shelf, you know, in your office. And it's just sitting there as a trophy in a way. But it feels unresolved in your energy. So that's the piece that I kind of feel is holding you back from really being ready. I believe emotionally and intellectually, you believe you're ready, and I do feel you have done that inner work, but I feel that bottled up sensation in you of hurt and 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 anger and grief that is unresolved. So my suggestion to you would be to just reflect on that a little bit. But I want to give you an answer to your question, and that is that assuming that some of what I said does resonate with you, and I'm going to ask you in a minute if it does, Um, and you do that, that work, I would say by summer, you should be able to draw in a healthy relationship and someone that's really going to wet your whistle. And what I'm going to tell you is you're going to, it's going to hit you out of nowhere and you are going to be so surprised. It's going to be like the most unassuming person in the world is literally going to blow you away. 
So there is someone out there. It doesn't feel like it's that far out. But I do feel like those hurdles that I'm seeing between you and that destination need to be resolved and worked on. So, and I know they're, they're, they're telling me that I've got to rush this through. But I just want to be sure that, do you feel that what I was saying before about just repressing those emotions, do you feel, can you connect with that? Can you feel it? Oh, yes, definitely. I can connect with it um, because it was, we were like six months from getting married. And so Ah. um, when I walked away that particular day, I walked away from everything and I just never went back to him. Um, right. So it was, it was, it was every, it was very hurtful. It was uh, knocked you off your feet type of deal. Um, and it's been, um, it's been one of those recoveries that's been slow and brutal, but uh, I think some of the repress was more so, you know, um, I got to get out of here or this guy's going to take me out, you know. So it was like running right. for your life. Um, right, I understand. Emotionally. Right. So at that time, I think I did just shut it all off. And, um, right. and, I, and, and, and what he does is he still reaches out to me. And I just, you know, it's like, no, you know, just, Go away! Why? Why aren't you already? And it's been it's been up four years, and he's still reaching out to me. So, and can I, I make think, a suggestion with that? Don't respond. Yes, See, you're feeding him by responding. Jim, do you have any words of wisdom? Uh, <clears throat> nothing's popping up for me right now. Um, um, could you take this for a minute, though? Yeah, sure, sure. So, so you're, <laughs> what do I do now? Um, um, you're, 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 you're told us that you're doing a lot of inner work. And, yeah. and for me, that, that really suggests that there's something wrong somewhere because when I do the inner work and I'm not expecting a, a result, that's when the result happens. And it's always happened that way with, with me in my life. So I'm kind of surprised that it isn't happening for you more quickly. But as, as she said, it should be somebody coming up pretty soon that should be able to give you a hand with that. What do you think? Yes, I mean, uh, you know, um, I'm looking forward to sharing myself and everything that goes with that with someone. Uh-huh. Um I'm forgiving. I'm a forgiving person. And like um, Lady Fontaine, I want to say that the only time that, Jim also, the only time that I've I've noticed that this person has reached out is because I've blocked them on every sense of the word block, you know, phone block, Mm -hmm. message block. If if I, like, um, for instance, I replaced my phone. And, you know, when you replace a phone, all of this stuff is not in place anymore because it's a new phone. And right. that's when I realized that in October I received a message, and it was like a four-page letter text. And I thought, oh, my God, this guy is still reaching out. It's been about a year ago. Oh. So I didn't respond, but it's just mm-hmm. that he's still there. Um, but 
Yeah, I I I, I have done the work, and I do mm-hmm. understand what Lady um, um, Fontaine is is saying. And I'm gonna just yeah, I'm gonna work with allowing those emotions when they do arise. I'm gonna go through those emotions. Maybe just that repress, you know, over the years. Um, with me okay. trying to get out of there, um, yeah, maybe okay. I didn't deal with them like I needed to. Okay, that's, that's exactly that's, right. That's, that's, that and and that's exactly really, right. really great, Patricia. Thank you for your call so much, and have a thank happy you. New Year. Okay. Same to you all. Thank you okay, so much. Thank you. And good luck to you. Good luck. Thank, thank you. you. That's great. We got uh, so many callers. Let's just go grab another one. Go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> goodness. All right. We'll just move down the line. Mary. Mary's been on for a long time. Hi, Mary. Are you there? Yes, I'm still here, and thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Tell us, um, tell us your story, uh, Mary. What's what going on? Did, well, um, I've been going through a lot of health challenges and uh, wanted to see if there's any improvement coming on the next couple months. Can you can you give us more detail about your health challenges? Well, it's complicated. Um, part of it is dental and part of it is medical, and um, it just it's it's not getting resolved. And um, working diligently on it, and there's just uh, not. Not a complete process going on, so I just wanted to see if things are going to move forward a little faster than they have been. Um, <clears throat> I'm not feeling like a change in the trajectory yet. Um, I feel there's um, either going to be a new treatment or a new medication or a new um modality of some sort that still feels like it's several months out before mm-hmm. you hear about it or discover it or pursue it, which does uh-huh. feel like it could be, um, I almost want to say life-changing in a way, like it could um, benefit you tremendously. But for the next several months, because that, that's what you asked me, you know, for the next several yes. months, is there going to be any change? I'm not feeling anything major, unfortunately, but what I would like to do is get Jim involved in this since he's such a health, um, he's so knowledgeable in the health arena. Maybe he could give you some ideas, like dental and stuff. I'm not sure that, I mean, Jim, I don't want to speak for you, but um, okay. <laughs> I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but is it all dental or is there more than just no. that? Well, no, that, that's, a, that's a side thing because I have an ongoing issue, but um, there's, there's some work that I've had done that I thought would be resolved really quick, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and the process did not work the way it should, so I have to go back for adjustments and things, and... Um, it's, what, what, it's very difficult right can now. Can you give me a general idea what the procedure was? Well, I'm trying to, um, they're trying to make me an upper uh, denture. And what they had okay. to remove my, my top teeth. Yeah. And um, it's it's very painful because I have other physical problems at the same time that I'm going yeah. through this. 
And when the process I thought was finished, it nothing was fitting. There's still mm-hmm. areas that are not right, and yeah. it's not fitting properly. So I have to go back um, this m- coming uh, month, January, and mm-hmm. it's it's got to be reevaluated. And I don't know if they're going to to work it out. I'm I'm hoping that um, eventually they'll get it right. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, I'm I'm kind of in between, and it's it's painful and it's very difficult to get resolved. And because I have to go to other specialists for other things, I'm trying to get this resolved so I can right. take care of other uh, things. So, that's so I don't know if you right feel now. it eventually getting straightened out, and I'm that's they're going to get it mind. right. That's What's the tough thing happen? on your mind, Mary. That's the tough thing on your mind at this point. Then that's pretty clear, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's really now, uh, you know, pressing, you have a it's affecting me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like it's a good thing I'm wearing masks right now. <laughs> oh yeah, more reasons than one. Um, let yeah. me ask you this: I keep on getting very. Uh, I'm going to let Jim ask you more questions on that, but I keep on feeling. Um, a weight on my right leg with you. Do you have anything going on with that right leg? Not to my knowledge, no. Um, do you, like, systemically, um, do you have any um, um, arterial things going on? Not that I know of. It's, nothing has been brought to my attention, and I haven't had problem with my leg. Or nerve, or nerve. My God, my God's just said nerve, or any nerve issues. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, well, if nothing's bothering you, let's not bother. You know, borrow any trouble. Yeah. Not, no, not in that respect. No. Right. Oh, no. All right. So I'm, I'm sorry I interrupted, but um, no. Jim, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, dentures, I, I, I don't think are the most comfortable things in this world. Well, they're not comfortable, but when they when they're having a hard time making them work, it's even more uncomfortable. Yeah, they're not. They don't fit to, properly, and they look they look too big. Right, so and, and they have confidence to level back is, and, is going down. Yeah, you know, it was right. right up there and pretty positive, but now I'm getting um, really, you know, let's go already. I want this to be over and move on. <laughs> So, so your, well, your question, your question is, how soon will that happen, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the bottom line. How soon will okay. I get fitted properly? And I think that's all back in the airport, lady. Right. I would say <laughs> it would probably take. I like you said, you're going back in January. I don't necessarily it's been two feel months it. already. So, all right. I don't necessarily feel that in January things are going to be magically better, um, mm-hmm. but. You know, I still think you've got a couple more fittings or a couple more um, challenges in them getting it right. But once they get it right, and I'm mm-hmm. again, I'm not saying that dentures are the most comfortable thing, but um, right. I think compared to what you're dealing with right now, it'll be well worth your time and effort, that that won't be such an issue. So for right now, let me yeah. say some, somewhere towards the – end of the first quarter. Um, Could it be before? Yes. Could it be slightly after? Yes. But this doesn't seem like a problem that's going to be going on for another year or anything like that. It doesn't. 
It does. So, Jim, I, I don't, can, I, can I break in? Can I, I know that dental issues tend to be connected to the rest of your body very holistically. It's oh, not yeah, a separate right. issue. So if you have a dental oh. issue, it's connected to sometimes to your heart or some other systemic sure. problem. Is there yeah. anything in your world, Jim, that could ease her or comfort her until the dent, the dentures are fixed? Are there any good teas or good uh, homeopathic kind of things to kind of ease that pain um, and discomfort? Well, uh, it's not so much painful when I'm not there and they're not doing anything. It's just that I I can't eat properly, and yeah. when when I try to uh, when I go in and they try to do refittings or anything, that's when I have the most pain. And I may still have to go back and have some minor surgery with stitches to get out some roots that are are still there. So I'm I'm not over the painful part, yeah. and that's yeah. So, you know, it's so, not. Yeah, so it's it's she's right. It, it's really more just trying to deal with the problems around what she's trying sure. to work with, and and, and the struggle to eat because yes, if you're yes. eating without without teeth, it's not, not easy. the food right. I want to eat, and I can't taste food readily and things like that. So right. it's. It's making me and and visually, um, you know, I I look fine except for the mouth area, which I'm glad. Like I say, I'm wearing masks, but I wanted yeah. to do that all the time, and I'm embarrassed if I'm out eating somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's very upsetting that this isn't getting resolved. Yeah. Well, I think by, you know, March, April, it will be resolved. I mean, you know, the next go around, what do they do? Do they like re, do they remake your dentures or are they refitting? No, no, this is the first time, first time processes. I never been through this before. I didn't realize they thought that they could remove the teeth and immediately put the dentures in after the polling and everything, and it was excruciating pain. Then they they did um, several impressions, and when they, they forced the impressions in my mouth, it was like terrible, painful. Mm-hmm. And I've probably been back, maybe I've had 10 appointments already through this holiday season mm-hmm. and before. So... <laughs> You know, I'm glad my insurance is covering all this because I'd hate to be paying out of pocket too, and then right. see this. Oh, yeah. Well, let's be but, grateful for that. Really, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, somewhere. I've waited. You know, I, I tried to time it so I would go in the right direction and get the right office and change offices a few times till I got the right one. And they're very nice, and the people are very nice and very helpful, mm. but. I, I'm losing my confidence as far as yeah. um, what's going to happen next. You know, I'm just like, okay, the last time I went, I say like, you know, this is just not working. Right. So, right. You know, um, I, I think it will get better, but I don't anticipate, you know, the next fitting or right. the next visit that it's 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 a 180. I, I think you're um, on the road to getting better, okay. but it still feels to me that you've got a few months of challenge. Ahead of you with this. Yeah, Mary, do you have a juicer? I'm sorry. Mary, 
Do you have a well, juicer? Well, yeah. Well, I have a blender. I don't have a juicer, but I drink a lot of um, juices and smoothies, and I eat a lot of soft vegetables. Right. And, when, a couple and of years ago, I was on a diet, and I, I got a juicer, a cold-pressed juicer, and uh-huh. people are crazy about the idea of cold pressing because with a blender, the heat of the blades destroys a lot of the nutrients. So if you I get see. a cold press uh-huh. juicer and you start doing parsley and apples and some of these other fruits with the greens, it really does give you a boost emotionally because it, it makes you feel you know, like you're, you're drinking live green living things. And that can help right. uh, boost your mood. You know, they give those, you a, a boost. Um, those green, what do they call them, green machine? Yes. Green machine. They have spirulina and all that. Yes. I have been drinking some of that for energy that and helps. taking a lot of vitamins as well. Yep. But you um, home, you I've have also been on a lot everything. of antibiotics for other infections, so right. that has thrown my body off. Yep. But um, you well, I do appreciate your, your time. I don't want to take up the whole thing with Oh, All right, God. Mary. We we wish you the best because I, well, I went through similar. Well, thank you very much, and uh, have a very happy, new year, happy yeah. and new year, and hopefully better for many many of us. Yes. Well, good so, luck you. for being here. Happy good luck, Mary. Thanks. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye. But when she said yeah. the antibiotics, that's why the systemic part was coming up right. so strong for me. There's other things right. going yeah. on too, and then yeah. she didn't seem you know, and willing to talk about it. It's personal no, stuff, you know, so, yeah, right. there's, there's a lot of stuff that she's struggling with. You can tell. Right. It's hard. Right. It is. It is. We still have a lot of callers. Do we want right. to take more That's, or what do we, what would you like to do? Well, I think we'll, we'll take callers and yeah, this is the most um, I've ever seen. How much seen. time do we have left? Um, 35 minutes. Half an hour. How many, yeah. how many more callers do we have here, roughly? Well, an awful lot. All right, uh, let's, let's go. I mean, Keep I was, going. Yep. Yeah, I mean, One, we had two, a lot three, to four. share, but yeah. let's go. Um, let's go. I got at least eight more callers. Oh, my Nine. God. We're not, I don't know how we're going to fit everyone in, but let's try. <laughs> we'll, All we'll right, try. We'll, try to, we'll try to keep my, my answer shorter. All right. All right, go ahead. Okay. Paul. Hi. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Welcome aboard. Thank you. you. Great. Tell me what's your Um, story. Well, my mom moved in with me at the beginning of the pandemic, um, and I am really um, having a hard time. Like, we have a different relationship, and it's very hot and cold. I was just wondering if you can tell me a way to get along with her better. Oh, what kind of things uh, are you having challenges with? What kind of things are going um, wrong? She's, um, her energy, like, literally, it feels like something is sitting on my chest when I talk to her sometimes. Oh. And um, she doesn't respect me. So I saw that she was, a, you know, for relationships. And I know this is not a love relationship, but it's a relationship just the same. Mm-hmm. Right. And... I feel like there's maybe something I'm not getting or is there something I can do, like a healing or just something that would improve our relationship. All right. Besides so getting more space. <laughs> one, one thing that uh, it doesn't matter. You could have a mansion and she'll still bug you. I mean, that's just, I mean, literally. So, so the way okay. her energy, the way it comes through is like an emotional tug of war, but 
what I, I don't know if you're just listening to us rather than seeing us, but I mouth controlling. I don't know if she is controlling or you see it mm-hmm. that way, like that oh. she has to either get her way or get her point across very, very strongly. And she never mm-hmm. knows when to just keep her mouth shut. You know, sometimes no. that is the right thing to do. Just let it go. But she doesn't right. know how to do that, right? Right. Okay. So what I want you to do is when I do life coaching with people, what I always tell them is any time that anything triggers you, so if you experience an emotion other than love, joy, blissfulness, or happiness, it's a clue. And it's a clue okay. for you to look inward because she, my dear, is reflecting something within you. So, yeah. so that's an opportunity for you. And the only way you're going to really create peace or be able to deal with it is to start looking at that as a gift. It's a clue. Oh, my God, thank you. You're annoying the heck out of me. Now, let me, <laughs> let me figure out why you're annoying me and let me look inward. Because I'm not saying, like, if somebody, let me give you an example. If someone's ignoring you, it means you're ignoring yourself. If you're not being heard, it means you're not listening to yourself. So there is something that she's doing that is a message for you. It's not that you're this terrible controlling person inside, but she's giving you a clue, a very, very big clue as far as the areas in your life that you need to work on. So Mm. my suggestion to you is either... Give us an example so I could help you find that clue or, you know, contact me offline. I'll be happy to work with you. She's a hoarder. And, like, she'll hide stuff from me. And, like, I'll find, like, a rotten piece of fruit or whatever, and um, I throw it away because, you know, it might have flies or whatever. But I don't do that. I really don't. So Mm. I don't know. I mean, I can – I, I'm not All right. Like, so I, let me I give don't... you an example. Let me give you an example okay. of how to work through this. So, okay. um, what I would ask, what I want you to do is, when you find the fruit that's you know rotten, how does that make you feel? Filthy, and that she just doesn't. It's like she's holding us back. You know, both of us actually. In what way? What do you mean? Hold, how is that holding you back? Um. Emotionally, it feels very heavy that it's something I have to deal with that I would think regular people don't have to deal with. Like if I get something in the mail, I throw the box away because she'll save it forever, you know, or that kind of stuff. I, I, I feel like I have to run ahead of her and fix things before they fall apart. That's mm. perfect what it feels like. Oh, that's, that's good, that. You won't yeah, that feels feel really that right. You, even just saying it, it feels in a way that it almost frees you up a little bit, just in, right. in, in actually identifying what it is. So, Jim, do you have any thoughts? I want to read her energy. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. I want to really dig. What, what is your mother's first name? Do you mind sharing Flo, that? Floyd. Yeah, Flo. All right. Jim, if you have some ideas, let me sort of scan her mom and see what I come up with. So have you tried having a conversation with her about it and what usually comes out of that? Um, Pretty toxic language. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) 
she calls me the B word, the possessed uh-huh. with demons word. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mm. possession to her. You know, I am not okay. a human, and uh-huh. I'm middle aged. Okay, and uh-huh. she's so, already fight, fought with someone else, so I'm her last daughter you, have, that will. Have you thought about like setting up a place where she's allowed to stash stuff that she wants to hoard? And then take a once a month with her and say, do you really want to keep these things? And I see if she might yeah. go through that. Like work I out could, a boundary. Yeah, I try. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I've, you know, sometimes with success, sometimes with not. I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm just trying to help you find a place where you can draw a line and she has to stay on one side of it. All right. I I, I want to say one thing that I I feel in your mom's energy. I mean, and I believe this is how it it sort of manifests in her hoarding. Well, there's a there's there's an empty hole in her clearly that she's trying Mm -hmm. to fill. But there's a very chaotic feeling in her energy, even when she's kind of attacking you. I feel does she have any heart issues or or um, anxiety know, just, issues? Because I feel her I, heart pounding. Yes, I feel it too. Like just recently, it feels like when I, she talks to me, like something's sitting on my chest. Mm-hmm. It could be anxiety, but it could be, you know, I told her to, you know, maybe look into that because I usually pick up people's energy like that. Right, right. I, the first thing that when I reached out to her energy, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jim, but it was coming no, to you so yeah, strong. I was, I was pretty done, and you were right on. Good. All right. I, it was coming through so strong, this pounding of the heart. And I, it, that could be um, non-heart related. It could be blood pressure. It could be um, anxiety. It could be, okay. you know, a panic attack even. Um, okay. But – I feel so much in her is unfulfilled and there's a huge hole and a huge emptiness. What, what happened with your dad? I mean, did he either leave? He the decided early? That they were, well, yeah, they had a horrible marriage and he, they divorced, but he did just die this year in August. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't know. It could have triggered her. Mm-hmm. Is she worse since then? Uh, She's actually, I mean, she's still bad, but uh, no, not worse. Was she always a hoarder? Um, to some degree, I would say she was. But I feel in to some degree, yes. But it's lately, it's gotten really bad. You know, a part of it. Look, what were you just going to say? You were saying that this is possibly a reflection of something that's coming from. from her as well, from, from Debbie, that what, what could hoarding uh, be reflecting in Debbie psychologically, emotionally? Maybe it's, it's Debbie hoarding or holding on it's to not, things? It's not necessarily the hoarding. It's her reaction or response to the hoarding. All right. That would be the right. issue. Um, and that's, you know, that's what matters. I mean, it could be hoard. Like I said, if somebody, if you're not being heard, it could mean that, um, and that could mean it does mean you're not hearing yourself, but there are many times okay. that it's the emotion that's attached to it. When you're not being heard, you could feel, you know, like nobody likes me. And that's the issue, the underlying I issue. I see that. 
So, so what I feel in your mom is, especially because it's gotten, you know, um, well, you say it's gotten a little bit better. In her energy, it doesn't feel like it's gotten better. I feel her clutching two things. It's almost oh, like she feels she's lost everything. And she really yeah. does have that feeling like she has lost everything. And by her having some material things of her choice around her, oh. even if it's just a box, um, cre- gives her some level of, of satisfaction and some sense oh. of having control of her own life. Okay. But again, for you to be in that circumstance, it does reflect something in you. Your outer world is always a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So again, I would say identify those emotions. Every time she triggers you, identify those emotions and, okay. and within yourself. See what she's triggering in you. And if it's a matter of that, well, you know, does do you feel like with that box, you have to rush and throw out the box before she hoards it. How does it make right. you feel if she does get to that box first and hoard it? That I lost, that, that what um, you lost? we're going to get that more you... stuff. Well, like just lost. keeping a clean place, like uncluttered. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like I lost a battle of some sort that I'm trying to, I'm trying to help, like, this is like, I know it sounds like I'm thinking the worst case scenario, but I don't want us to get kicked out of my apartment. Mm. I have somewhere to go, but she doesn't. And I'm only looking out for the both of us because my manager's already complained. She took it outside and it's like, she just doesn't, she's like her own worst enemy, so to speak. Like she has a safe place. It's a cry for help though. It's a cry for help. uh, It's truly a cry for help. What can I do, though? I I did a quick scan on hoarder support group, just to Google, see what I came up with. And I came up with pages of of organizations who are really, it's not about you going or her going, but you can go to. Yeah. I just felt like there was some kind of healing modality that I could do that would help or, you know, like a, I don't know what I'm looking for, something you know, beyond saging and crystal, just something. I don't know. Jill, can she redirect her mother's energy into something that is creative, some kind of, um, yes. you know, maybe a craft or something that she could make herself that's time-consuming and that she could have that to hoard? Like if she did a ceramic or yes. something like that that she might have an interest in and it would take a long time and then she would have something that she made herself would that yes. give her the same satisfaction as holding on to hoarding a box, you know? Um, the underlying issue with her mom is she's filling a hole. She feels like yeah. she has nothing. I mean, like she's lost everything. Friends, her, her ex-husband, everything. She feels like she has nothing. That's why, like, but when you say. It's her, she did it to herself. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, because I could feel her energy. There's no doubt she did it to herself. But this is her response to it. And I find it so interesting that you say she got she's not worse since your dad died um, because I do feel a greater urgency in her energy to have something that she could call mm-hmm. her own. It, this is a, like a possessive kind of thing. Um, okay. 
I, I still feel if you do that inner work, if you identify how she, how you feel. So like you said, you have somewhere to go if you got thrown out. But when she does things like that, when she, you know, makes leaves things outside or starts piling things outside and it affects, you know, your landlord or whoever, your manager, whoever it is who's complaining, how does that make you feel? It's, I'm telling you, you could resolve this with identifying your emotions based on how okay. she makes you feel. That's the secret. That's the healing. Okay. In you doing that inner work, you you identify. Why don't you reach out to me? Because uh, I'm running out will. of time here. And you're awesome. Can, Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, Debbie. You take care. Good luck. Bye. Thank All you. Right. That was the first time we ever had a question like that. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. That was fascinating. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like I was way off the mark that time. I tried no, a couple no. times to, to no, help. No, I, I wish like, there was. No, I wish there yeah. was. But when I'm reading her energy, I feel that's a patch. It's not going right? to resolve the issue. It's it not going to get to the root. entertain yeah. her a little right. bit. But I, I feel she's so empty inside. She needs to get work done. But Debbie is trying to survive in that environment. And that right. she's she's like my she's not my client, but she it's as if she's my client. That that's all I have control over to help right. is 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 her. The person in front of you, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's she's struggling with someone with an, with an OCD, you know, yeah. obsessive compulsive. Yeah, tough. And that's right. a challenging thing for anyone to deal with, and uh, there's no easy way out of it. I mean, it would be great. I tried the, the low hanging fruit, and you did too. Right, but put her in a class, <laughs> give her a well, class I mean, or something. But that's you know how it is. Right? With, with, with alcoholics, you can send them. You can send them off to Synodon or someplace like that. The people that are around them, and they can learn how to help a alcoholic become, you know, better. Uh, and there are groups that do that for for hoarders as well. So right. that's what I was trying to suggest. She she didn't seem very open to that idea, but uh, yeah, I maybe, think she misunderstood I mean, that she, she was trying to send her mother there. And you're like, no, this is for people who have to, help to you know, live with <laughs> yeah. people like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, all right, let's keep going. Out, we got yeah, we got go so ahead. many calls. Let's keep going. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, there's. Um, hang on. I think that caller fell off. Oh, there he is. You? Yes. Hi. Thank you so Hi. much. Are you there? Taking Good. My, my call. I uh, just wanted to read a brief poem that I dedicated to 2022 for people to contemplate. I think it ties in beautifully with everything you're discussing tonight. Great. And the title of the poem is, What Will You Do in 2022? It reads, What Will You Do in 2022? Understand there are only two types of energies available to you. Negative and positive are the energies at play, so choose wisely each and every day. Negative energy deals in hate and blame, and that will bring you only shame. Positive energy deals in love and light, and that will bring you delight. What you think about, you bring about, so use your free will to manifest a better world not just for you, but also for others in this world, too. Forgiveness, love, and prayer are words to guide you as you choose. 
So again, choose wisely, and may God bless you. That's fantastic. What that you was. think about, you bring about. That's uh, right. That's Thank something you. to live by. Yeah. That's great. Very nice. Hold on. Yeah, wow. We're going through all these chaotic things. It's it's really an opportunity for people to understand simple, basic things that. It's not about religion, but it is all about spirituality. We all came from spirit. Even an atheist can't deny that. And we're eventually going to go back into spirit. We don't know when that's going to be. I do believe we all incarnate into the physical to learn unconditional love. And as we learn it, we're then supposed to be a blessing to others, especially those who can't help themselves. And when we go back into spirit, the material goods have absolutely no use. And I do say... We will be accountable for everything we do here. And I I don't go along with, I was raised Roman Catholic. I'm sorry. I did not incarnate to play some kind of silly game. If I'm going to commit a sin, I'm going to burn in hellfires for eternity. No, maybe you can, not me. (laughs) 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 Million years to change my ways and come back and do a little better, but not for eternity. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I I would feel that. Um, would you share, mind sharing your poem? I'd love to put that up on Facebook or on our. Well, I, I, I can't do. I don't do anything myself on the internet. It, you, you do archive the show, so you can get it from there. And I can also give a another one I actually did a number of years ago that is uh, more geared toward seniors, which uh, also has some contemplation that. Again, you can copy it from playing it back in the archives if you have that available. Yeah, we can play it back in the audio. No problem. All right. If I can read this one, too, it might be helpful for people, too. And I composed composed this uh, on December 16, 2007, and dedicated it to what I term the Age of Empowerment, which I launched on January 2, 2008. And the poem is titled, Mine, M-I-N-E, Your Mind, M-I-N-D. It reads... Mine, your mind, and you may find new gems to be discovered and uncovered. The cure for illness and the end of poverty are just two examples of what may come when someone minds their mind. Perhaps that someone is you. Ask God to guide you and you will see unlimited possibilities and opportunities. Be kind as you open your mind and you will learn to care and share. Once you become aware, you can change this world through love and understanding. It's not too late, but don't hesitate. But today is tomorrow, and tomorrow never comes. At the end of your days, will you be in a haze or give a bequest to the rest? A poem, an invention, or a solution to pollution are waiting to be mined. It's all up to you to mine your mind and help in the betterment of all mankind. Good luck, and may God bless you. Very nice. Nice. So it's all a question of uh, understanding those two simple energies and using your free will. And related to uh, the previous caller that we had the dental issues, I'm in the veterans' health care system, and I, I have a lot of uh, physical problems. I actually had a near-death experience that totally disabled me wow. with severe COPD. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first came into the VA health care system in 2008 and saw the Pomologist, he took one look at me and said, you're going to be dead in six months. I said, nice meeting you too, Doc. What a beautiful bedside manner you have. <laughs> but right. I had dental issues, and I wound up, I couldn't afford it because, and unless it's service-connected, they didn't cover it. But my daughter was helpful, and I had all but six teeth extracted. 
and I got the dentures and things, and as my gums eventually hardened up, uh, I, I don't even use the dentures anymore. I mean, if I have to have a photo op, I'll put them in, but uh, actually even eating, I had it, it got pinched one time, and I thought I'd have to rip my gum to get the denture out, and I have uh, also AFib and all kinds of things where I take the, the blood thinners and that, so mm. I, I was... Thank God I was able to work it out, but I've gotten to be able to eat pretty much everything except like peanuts and things like that. I have to put the dentures in to crush the hard things, but I'm perfectly fine. Uh, and, and with only the six pieces, <laughs> it's very easy to care for them. <laughs> did, you, did you have a question for us? Was there something for Lady Fontaine? Well, I just wanted to see anything that she might pick up related to my work i'm looking to be a blessing to empower women and indigenous people globally as i work on rooting out corruption and bringing in whole new paradigms based on spirituality and unconditional love to transform global economics education politics religion and more in business creating circles of love where everyone benefits not just the greedy ones that's that's a big responsibility you put on i'm a big guy i've had quite a life And I'm I'm with you 110% on that. I truly am. Um, I feel you're you're making a dent. You are in however you're doing it or or whatever you're doing. Um, it, it's like chipping away at it. It's I don't see that huge like suddenly you're this pillar of strength to the entire world, but you're chipping away at it. And I kind of feel on some level that's the way you your mind works it's almost the way you have to do it but you're making a difference and that's the most important part of it um so i would encourage you um you know robustly to keep doing what you're doing but what i do feel is that i would say sometime in this year 2022 uh well next year you will encounter someone who could open some doors or who has some ability to spread the word for you in a broader sense. And that may make a a big difference in your audience and your ability to, to do exactly what you're trying to do. So I kind of feel 2022 for you is going to be um, monumental is actually the word that I'm hearing. And for some reason, I'm very drawn to what Jim was saying earlier about um, this spiritual awakening almost or or shift or change or whatever the exact words were that he used. And I kind of feel there's a synchronicity synchronicity in you calling tonight and us saying those words tonight. I don't know how it's going to fit yet. But there is something very synchronistic about you calling tonight, and I do feel what Jim said. Could you repeat what you said in in a sentence or two about the spiritual awareness and the changes? Like I I feel a rebirth in Hugh, and 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 I feel he'll be in, really instrumental in the rebirth of the age of Aquarius or whatever we're entering into. Well, what I mentioned was Jupiter entering Pisces yesterday, and that was the very start of a whole series of events that will be happening with Jupiter and other planets all the way until May. Uh, and th- during that time, uh, the spiritual growth and depth, uh, uh, deep, deep abilities and, and powerful 
spiritual growth will be happening uh, to anybody who, does, who cares to take advantage of it. So um, Hugh sounds like a man who will do that. Yep. So good luck to you, Hugh. There's stuff in your future, and 2022 is going to be a big year for you. Thank you so much. I gave my full name to the gentleman that screened the call, so you're welcome to come back to me once you check me out because it is all achievable. Again, it's just based on everybody making better choices and really stop arguing and fighting and bring forth solutions. Well, everyone who's on this, all of us on the panel here agree with you 110%. Paul, do you agree? 100%. I think, and Jim, you agree, right? Yeah. We, we're okay. in full agreement. All thank right, you, thank you. you for the call. Thank you. Thank you. God bless everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Year. Thank thank you. Year. Happy New Year. That's our first poet. We've never yeah. had a poet I on know. the show. That was we fantastic. never have. I what know. You think about, you bring about. That should go right up there with want. I love means that. You're, you're lacking. Right. That's something right. we got to live by. Right. I'm always posting quotes and everything, so I love that. All right, we don't right, have a lot more time. We've got 10 minutes time, left. So. Let's see if we can uh, get another caller. All right. We've got a lot of callers, so go ahead. Who's next? Yeah, we're, we're never, there's no way we're going to get, get everybody on, so please forgive us for those who can't. I don't know right. if this and will take long enough. Right, and for those who can't, please call us. Either contact me at ladyfontaine.com or call back in two weeks. We do this show every two weeks. Right. And, and mention that you were mentioned to Mike that you didn't get on the air, and we'll make sure we get you on early next time. Go okay, ahead, Lisa, Jim. are you there? I am. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Hi, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I, I wanted to ask, please, about my six-year-old grandson's mother. She's not uh, related to me. The only connection she has to me is that she gave birth to my grandson. Right. And she has a passel of kids by other men. Each one has a different father, but he's my grandchild. And he, she's been very, oh God, she's been difficult from the beginning. And I've taken us to therapy to try to work things out. Anyway, what I'm dealing with now, I'm just wanting to know if the future is holding something different for us in that, like, I, I'll i try to call him, and I have to call him through her, of course, and sometimes she just sends it to voicemail, and then I don't hear back, or I'll text her, when can I speak with him, and I get no response, and <clears throat> I buy them gifts, and I also buy him gifts, and sometimes I think he doesn't get the gifts that I buy, like shoes and whatnot. So that's not really my main focus. My main focus is just to let him know, because he counts on me too. We count. We he when we're at the park playing, he'll tell other mothers that are there with their children. Um, they'll ask mothers will ask me why did you move to the area, and I'll say because of my grandson. And he go he'll respond to them with his face turned up to them. He says we're very close. He'll say that comes from him. I don't tell him that. So anyway, I wondered if you saw, I tried to really work with this mother, not to make it conflict-oriented. Do you see it becoming a little easier where I can deal with it um, deal more? How, how honest do you want me to be? Honest. I have to be prepared. 
Yeah, I don't see a lot of change. Um, not immediately. I mean, I believe in time and, and, you know, time can be 10 years, you know, maybe something will be different. She also comes through, she needs that. It's all about control for her. Um, and it's, and it's all about, um, that sense of power and, and almost ownership. She almost feels like she owns her son and this is my son. And, you know, I do things my way and, I'll control or figure out when he gets the gifts or whatever. I mean, I guess that's all control related. Um, she doesn't feel like she's will, she's ready, willing, or able to relinquish that control. So I do feel that it it, it is going to continue to be somewhat of a challenge for you. The advice that I gave that other caller, of, and I think I've even said it to you in the past, that your outer world is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So I urge you to examine the feelings that you have when she withholds him from you, because that's the part that I feel is treacherous in your energy. It honestly feels like it's treacherous. I don't know what other word to use. And examine those emotions that you have and what it elicits in you, because that's going to help you to resolve it because you can't control her, but you can control you and your response to her. And what's happening is a knee jerk reaction. She triggers something in you and you're reacting. And, and I feel it rips you apart that, you know, I could feel almost palpitations and anxiety in you as well. um, Just dealing with her. And it almost feels like you get, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for this so determined it's like almost hyper vigilant in trying to fix it like what do i do how do i do it and stuff like that rather than just sitting back and let it play out which is hard to do but she's triggering something in you and i urge you to do that inner work and find what it is that's being triggered in you because that's all you can control she's not going to change she will soften in time but She's not going to change. This is her. Yeah. Um, it's it's the only thing she knows. I feel she has abandonment issues. Um, there's a bit of yeah. a narcissist in her. Um, she's yeah. got a lot of stuff going on in her own life, and this yeah. is the only way she could feel that level of um, control. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. She's, everything that you've said, is right on the nose. I lost my son. Uh, it'll be six years in the summer, and he's the father of my grandson. So, but like I said, she's very, you know, she's a nurse, and she has all these kids by other men. And but anyway, okay. So the focus for me, and I am doing internal work. I I I I work very. I I just started a new thing, not a new thing, but it's an old thing that I brought it back into my life and. I'm working, focusing on that. He's been very abused. He's been very neglected. And I've told her that over the years. And we've gone to therapy for it. And she lies in therapy about it. These men that she's had, he's just so neglected. And um, he has demonstrated behaviors to me where I've told my own counselor about and I've brought it to family therapy when she's agreed to go when she shut me out of his life because I call her on it and um, so huh, you know you it know, is what it, it is 
And what what I was going to say in this instance, and I understand you're calling her out on it because you're trying to protect your grandson, and 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 I respect that. But I almost think the calling her out on it is creating some of this negativity between the two of you. There's got to be a different approach. Um, let me let me get, let me. Could you uh, tell me her first name? Bridget, and I don't bring it up. Recently, I haven't brought it up for years. I told the last therapist that we were in therapy with together to try and make some resolution of two and a half years ago. I told that therapist, I'm not going to fight her on anything. I'm not going to challenge her on when she lies. I just want to see my grandson, and I'm keeping my mouth zipped. I need to be in his life supporting him in any way I can. I right. need to be the peaceful right. grandfather. Right. I don't have any Right. Um, uh, you know, um, this is not, it's hard to sort of get this all in because we're out of time. Um, I, I do feel there's work that you can do to, um, to, to balance your own emotions better in dealing with her. And I think your main focus has to remain your grandson. But she is a control freak and she is a bit of a narcissist. So it, you can never win with a narcissist. You can't win. So it's sort of navigating through it and dealing with it the best way that you can. How old is he, did you say? He's only six. It's a yeah. sad thing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you have a lot of years of, of dealing with this. Let me give it some thought. I know, and I know you've called here before. Call back next time. Let me give it some thought knowing what her name is and let me scan her energy because we're totally out of time right now. I really thank you and happy new year to you all. And I love you all so much. Yeah. Thanks. Thank really you. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you yeah. Best of luck and happy new year. Bye. Wow. We want to thank all our callers and listeners tonight. We're so sorry we couldn't get to everybody, but this is probably the most people we've had call in uh, tonight. This has uh, been very busy for us. So, Please call in. Forgive us for not getting to you tonight. We'll get to you next time. Um, if you watched us on live streaming, you can uh, watch us again at uh, YouTube. The video will be processed and up tomorrow. We really uh, enjoyed hearing your stories and trying to help you any way we can. I uh, want to wish you all a happy new year. Be sure to either follow us on social media or on YouTube to know when our next show is and the topics. It's going to be Thursday, January 13th. Um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come celebrate the new year with us. A special thanks to Mike, our call screener and good friend of Lady Fontaine's, and all of us here on Eye in the Future. Good night, and we look forward to seeing you January 13th at 8 p.m. Any suggestions for show topics, email us at radioshow at ladyfontaine.com or just reach out to say hello. Uh, don't forget, uh, if we use your topic suggestion, you will get a free 15-minute psychic reading or life coaching session with Lady Fontaine. Please visit her at ladyfontaine.com or Jim at East West Healing Arts. Um, the Facebook page is forward slash East West Healing Arts. Uh, I just want to wish you all a happy new year and good night. Another great show. Thanks to our callers and wonderful listeners. Be sure to follow us here on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook. 
Check back regularly for info on our next show here on Blog Talk Radio on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you miss a show or want to listen again, you can listen to the podcast anytime here or on iTunes. Signing off from all of us here on Eye on the Future, blessings and namaste. Thank you.